Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting. They can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1579, Setting Financial Goals the Smart Way. And what's yours is mine? Budgeting Tips for Couples, both by Philip Dancy of dancywithmoney.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is a show where I narrate posts from thought leaders in personal finance every single day of the year in 10 minutes or less. And before we get to it, I wanted to make sure that you know that we have a weekly newsletter sharing tips, tricks, advice, inspirational quotes, and more. It's a great way to show your support and totally free. Just enter your email address at oldpodcast.com to join. And today we're actually highlighting two fantastic articles from Dancy with Money. So let's get right to them and start optimizing your life. Setting Financial Goals the Smart Way by Philip Dancy of dancywithmoney.com. How many of us have set a goal that didn't come to fruition? Studies show that most New Year's resolutions fail during the second week of February. Whether you have already set financial goals or are considering making them, it comes with numerous benefits. Not only does it help us continue on the path to financial freedom, but it can help you get your wants that you can't live without. So where do we start? DWM has developed a three-step approach for setting financial goals. Number one, understand the why. Number two, be smart about it. And number three, have an accountability partner and or tracker. I am not sure about you, but a lot of millennials, including myself, have student loans. For the sake of walking you through the three steps, let's use that topic as an example for a financial goal. The goal, making extra payments towards our student loans understand the why. For some people, they don't like having debt held over their head. For others, having this goal would cut down on the amount of interest owed over the life of the loan. Use the why as a motivator to achieve the goal. Be smart about it. Smart can be broken down into specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time. With this, we would need to slightly adjust our goal. Updated goal make an extra $100 payment on my student loans for the next 12 months. The key here is making sure the goal is realistic. This will prevent us from making lofty goals that are not practical given various constraints like time, resources, current obligations, etc. For example, saying you will make an extra payment of $750 per month 
when you can only realistically set aside an extra $100 is setting yourself up for failure. Have an accountability partner and or tracker. Sometimes we need someone to check in from time to time to see how we are with our finances. Just like we have gym trainers or study partners, we should all have an accountability partner for our financial goals. Additionally, tracking your goals will allow you to see if you're going to achieve them within the dedicated time horizon. Whether it's day one of the year, day 180, or even day 365, we should all consider making financial goals. While on the topic, what would an extra $10,000 in your pocket mean in your life? Some of the top things that come to mind might be cutting down on your credit card debt, adding to your emergency savings, finally planning that trip overseas, or even putting a lump sum payment down on your student loans. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. What's Yours Is Mine? Budgeting Tips for Couples by Philip Dancy of dancywithmoney.com. For richer, for poorer. What's yours is mine, what's mine is yours. Happy wife, happy life. These are phrases we have all heard before when it comes to couples and money. Talking about one's finances is already a touchy subject or seen as taboo. Imagine what it's like when potentially combining them with someone else. Also, knowing that finances is one of the leading causes of divorce really puts the pressure on making sure that there's a solid foundation as a couple. However, I'm here to let you know that it's possible to create that foundation with someone else. While reflecting on my first year of marriage, I thought it would be great to discuss the challenges and wins of managing our own finances in order to inspire other couples, married, dating, or engaged, that could be facing similar pressures. For starters, it wasn't easy. During our pre-marriage counseling sessions, I felt like finances was the topic that could hold us back. One of us wanted to continue to keep our finances separate except for our student loan debt, while the other wanted to combine everything. 
After some intense discussions and mediation, we decided that combining everything was the best for us. We realized that we both wouldn't have been on a trajectory towards financial freedom if we hadn't been splitting the bills since moving to New York City. For us, it made sense to combine because we had technically already started building wealth together. So how exactly is our financial system set up? Well, the main thing to note is that all of our paychecks go into one account that we both can see and manage. This helps avoid the constant Venmo transfers when managing your finances separately. Next, we each have our own separate account where we get our allowance to do whatever we want. We thought it was key to have our own accounts because no one wants tabs kept on them for the purchases they're making. Lastly, we set thresholds for when it comes to household purchases. What I mean by that is purchases don't need to be discussed with the other if it's under a certain amount. And quite frankly, it makes things a lot smoother because my wife purchases things that we need for the household before we run out of it and have to scramble. We didn't get here overnight though. We certainly bumped heads along the way. Here are a few things we learned and implemented that every couple should consider. Get financially naked. There shouldn't be any secrets between you, especially from a financial perspective. Whether it's a big amount of debt, an account with a substantial amount of money, bad spending habits, lay it on the table so it can be addressed. Unaddressed financial habits and secrets is what will stand in the way of couples building wealth. Establish money dates. These are times where you both come together to discuss your budget, goals, or any topic you have in mind. It's the best way to make sure nobody feels left out of the financial decisions and allows the couple to get on the same page. Remember that you are a team and teams work together to accomplish the common goal. Every decision that's made should be in the best interest of both of you. As you can see, discussing personal finances and getting on the same page with your significant other can be a tricky part of the relationship. You have to find a system that works for individuals so everyone is happy. You just listened to the post titled Setting Financial Goals the Smart Way and What's Yours is Mine? Budgeting Tips for Couples, both by Philip Dancy of dancywithmoney.com. You know what I've come to realize about goals? I think I have an unhealthy relationship with them. I'm big on goal setting, but I feel the need to shift how I internalize goals as a reflection of my self-worth. I'll often feel bad about myself if I don't reach a goal, rather than celebrating how that goal led to progress. So for example, I just ended my first attempt at the 75 hard challenge. This involves two 45-minute workouts per day, drinking a gallon of water, reading 10 pages of a personal development book, taking a progress picture, and subscribing to an eating plan with no alcohol for 75 days straight. Here's an update. I failed the challenge, but it was still worth pursuing as I got a ton out of it. I lost 12 pounds, and because I did it with a group, I got to talk to smart, insightful people every day. I worked out and ate so much better than I would have if I didn't pursue this goal. It's almost like I was shooting for the moon and landed among the stars, which is still worth celebrating. What I've learned from this and hope to carry forward into future goals is to approach them sincerely, but not too seriously. And when it comes to managing finances as a couple, I can't speak much from personal experience, but I have noticed from the couples around me that money is a form of independence. So having to negotiate with another person regarding money can create a power struggle that's really about so much more than money. 
From what I can see, communication and transparency are key. And even if you do decide to combine everything, it's important for both parties to be fully aware of the household finances. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you on tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.